Hi beautiful people, I hope you're doing amazing. This is Mahur and this is Life and its Joyous Moments with Mahur, a podcast in Upper Intermediate English with the objective of teaching English vocabulary and grammatical structures while speaking about everyday manners. I hope you enjoy it. The Journey of Self-Love How are you doing, my dear listeners? I hope life is treating you well. And I hope despite all the darkness in the world, you're able to find the joyous moments of life and enjoy them day in and day out. So today, I want to talk about self-love which in my opinion is an essential, necessary part of our well-being and our happiness. Unfortunately, in our world today, we are super busy with our personal as well as professional lives. And in this world that constantly demands our attention and energy, prioritizing ourselves feels unimportant. To prioritize something means to put it first. So, in other words, in today's world, we feel like we just don't have any time to put ourselves first and to give ourselves love and care. But just as I mentioned, it is an important part of our well-being. So, let's embark on this journey together and explore how we can cultivate a deeper sense of self-love and self-care in our lives. To cultivate something means to plant it and help it grow. Just like you cultivate trees or flowers, you can cultivate self-love into your life. So, first things first, we're going to talk about what is self-love. Because in order to truly embrace it, we need to understand it. And unfortunately, a lot of people think about selfish and narcissistic people when they think about those who love themselves. But no, that is far away from self-love. Self-love is not about being self-absorbed. It's not about being an egoistic person. Instead, it's about recognizing your inherent worthiness. It's about recognizing all the values that are inside you. And then, treat yourself with kindness, compassion, and acceptance. In order to understand self-love, you have to understand that each of us are like a zebra. We are made of black stripes and white stripes. We all have our flaws and our strengths. So, when you're practicing self-love, you should understand that you have imperfections. And that is just normal. 
because that is what makes you you and that is your unique essence. So you have to treat yourself with kindness, compassion and acceptance. You have to accept you as the person you are with all the positive and the negative points. Self-love lays the foundation, the base for fulfilling a joyful life. So that's why I tell you it's very important. When you understand what self-love is, you have to practice how to overcome self-criticism. What is criticism? Do you know? Maybe you've heard it in another field. For example, when a new movie comes out, critics will write reviews about it. Critics are people who see something. For example, they watch a movie or they read a book and then they write reviews about it, which are often pretty negative. Critics criticize the movie or the book. To criticize means to say what is wrong or what could be better about something like a movie or a book or just a piece of art. So I told you that by understanding self-love, you understand that you have to accept yourself with all your positive and negative points. But this is exactly the point where you become your own worst critic. This is when you find your weaknesses and you focus on them and you don't let go. And that is something that happens to everyone. Even the ones who are highly self-confident have that inner voice, that inner critic who does not give up on the flaws. That person inside us tends to focus on our shortcomings rather than our strengths because we know we have both. But this critic is very, very mean and he or she only focuses on the negative. Self-love is exactly the opposite of that. Because while self-criticism focuses on our weaknesses, self-love challenges those negative beliefs and replaces them with positive affirmations. Let's practice this a little bit. For example, you have an exam and you have set a study schedule for yourself. So today, you have to study for four hours. Then something happens, maybe something in your personal life or maybe something you heard on the news, anything that takes away your energy and you cannot study for four hours anymore. Maybe you just study for two. Now, your self-critic will step in and tell you that you have failed to follow your own schedule and hence you are a failure. But what does self-love do? It comes in, looks at you and says, no, 
You're not a failure. You've just been through a lot today. How can we handle this emotional trauma that we've been facing today? How can we make this go away in a healthy way so we can focus on our studies one more time? Self-love doesn't look for criticism. It doesn't try to criticize you. It tries to solve the problem because it cares about you because it is self-love. This one is about self-compassion and treating ourselves with the same understanding and forgiveness that we would offer to a friend because that is exactly what we would do if our friend came to us and told us that they haven't been able to study enough. We would tell them, okay, what's wrong? What has caused you to not be able to follow your own schedule? Do you want to talk about it? Is there anything I can do for you? You know? And by practicing self-love, you learn how you can do that for you. And not just for your friends. So I think by now you can understand how important self-love is. But I want to talk a little bit more about that. Self-care and self-love are the nourishment of our mind, body, and soul. Because believe it or not, these three are connected. Have you ever experienced this feeling that you've been overwhelmed with a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibilities and you've been stressed for so long that suddenly you feel sick? Suddenly you're sick and you have no idea how you got sick. That is your body giving up. That is when all the pressure and the stress you put on yourself, on your soul, actually pressures your body and makes it give up. So these three are very well connected. And by nourishing one, you're helping the other. And we know that self-love is mostly about nourishing your mind and your soul. And I'm telling you that by doing that, by feeding positive thoughts and positive vibes to your mind, you're also helping your body. It's like a kind of an exercise. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that by practicing self-love, you're going to get fit or something like that. But I'm saying that it's kind of an exercise for your mind and for your soul. You're training your mind and you're training your soul into loving yourself and putting yourself first. And so you're helping your body along the way. Self-care is about prioritizing our well-being and making choices that honor our needs. We say my well-being and my health is the top priority, is the thing I want to put first. So what can I do for myself today? How can I make myself feel loved? Okay, self-care can look very different for different people. 
It can be about taking a warm shower while listening to a classic music. It could be about going for a walk in the park with your dog, for example. It could be about drinking some coffee in the afternoon or hanging out with a friend. But whatever form it takes, self-care is not selfish. Try to accept that self-care is you giving yourself a gift because of all the hard work you've done. It's essential for maintaining balance and most importantly, for preventing burnout. Have you ever heard about burnout? I'm sure you've heard the word burn. For example, fire burns. If you touch fire, your hand burns. But burnout, what is a burnout? Burnout means when you get so tired, you actually get exhausted and suddenly you have no energy left in you. It's like you are burnt out. Nothing left. And that is something that happens when you put so much pressure on yourself and you keep on taking on tasks one after the other. I think we've all been there. We've all thought we could handle some big responsibility and some uh, tasks that were highly difficult to handle. And then after a while, we felt like we just couldn't go on anymore. And that is when burnout happens. So it's very important that we avoid it and prevent it. And the way to do that is by maintaining balance. I'm not saying that you should just sit at your home and do nothing because you want to love yourself and care for yourself. That is very wrong because by not trying, by not working towards your goals, you can just never achieve them. It's impossible. I'm saying you need to balance them out. You need to work for your goals and then give yourself a break by caring for yourself, by treating yourself to a cup of hot chocolate with a piece of cake or something. I'm saying that you have to care about you too and not just care about the responsibilities and the pressures of society or the job you're working at. So, all in all, we need to cultivate self-compassion because it is a key component of self-love and self-care. Self-compassion involves treating ourselves with kindness and understanding specifically in times of struggle or failure. Because that is the time where our self-critic is very active. In that time, instead of berating ourselves for our mistakes, self-compassion encourages us to recognize our humanity and embrace our imperfections. Instead of focusing on the weakness and telling ourselves that 
we have not done enough or it's our fault that something has gone wrong. Self-compassion tells us you are only human and humans are allowed to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. The important thing is to learn from them. I know it sounds a little cliche, but really that is the reason why we fail. We fail just to understand what we shouldn't do next time. You know, I say this to a lot of my friends. When they are, for example, when they are depressed about a breakup or if they're going through a very bad uh, era in their relationship, I always tell them, look on the bright side. And then they are like, what is bright about this? And I say, the bright side is that now you know what you don't want. Now you know the kind of person you can't build a life with. This is true for any kind of failure that you face throughout your life. You can face any kind of defeat and yet stand up and learn from it. You can understand what you don't like, for example, what relationship you're not seeking, what job is not suitable for you, or what friend is not adding any value to your life. So there is something good in every failure. Although the concept of self-love is very complicated and it could take hours to really talk about it and break it into different segments, I think the 20 minutes or almost 20 minutes talk that I just gave you is also enough to start your journey. So... That's what I want from you. This is your assignment for next time. Try to start your journey by accepting who you are and embracing your flaws. Try to focus on your achievements and your strengths instead of criticizing yourself over your mistakes or your failures. And in case of failures, don't give up. Treat yourself with self-compassion and try to learn what you can from that failure. So, best of luck with your journey of self-love. And remember that you're only human and it's okay to make mistakes because we are all imperfect and we all have our own flaws. I wish you have a beautiful day or night whenever you listen to this. And if you enjoyed it, please leave a rating and a review for me. I would be really grateful if you could also introduce my podcast to other people. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon.